SAFM Sports Special. Thank you very much, Mo. And so we'll get some more of that action uh, between Kaiser Chiefs and Free State Stars in a short while. It is Women's Day today as well. I actually forgot to wish you uh, at the start of the show. So, uh, Yep, celebrating here in South Africa is a public holiday. I think it's because it falls on a Saturday. It didn't feel like a public holiday today, but uh, yeah, it is uh, Women's Day today. Happy Women's Day to you. And uh, we joined uh, in studio now by two amazing women. And the reason we wanted to chat to them was just uh, I'm fascinated by this whole story and, and, and how they got involved uh, in, in the sporting industry. But it's uh, three ladies who are making huge waves uh, in in the, the sporting arena. And it's uh, often... Uh, an arena that's male-dominated, and I think that's uh, probably what's fascinated me the most. And uh, joined in studio by Vivian Casaletti uh, and Emmy Casaletti. Welcome uh, onto SAFM Sports Special. Thank you so much for coming in this afternoon and uh, spending some time with us. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thank Bruce. you for having us. Also going to be joined by Chancellor and Corsi on the phone in just a short while. But uh, we wanted to chat. You guys have got uh, a sports agency called Optimize. And you, you've done some amazing, amazing things. Optimize is, is still fairly new in the greater scheme of things, but uh, between the three of you, over 40 years' experience in, in this industry, that's very male-dominated. But let me start with you. Why sport, first of all? Well, thank you, Brad. Uh, first of all, we're Italian, so naturally football is in our blood. I mean, that's something that uh, is par for the course. Um, secondly, we're two... Two females in the family of six with four uh, elder brothers who are all passionate about football. Our father was a soccer player in Argentina, so we grew up with football. And um, to top that all up, our family was a, brought in a, a brand of sports we called Robert Kappa in the early 80s. And um, slowly but surely, we became a football uh, focused company by sponsoring at the time sponsoring Mamelodi Sundowns, sponsoring Kaiser Chiefs, sponsoring Bafana Bafana. So slowly we got into football, local football, um, and then it, it, the rest is history. We just continued from there. I went to Reebok, uh, Vivi studied marketing. We then I went into a sports marketing agency. Then we joined Kaiser Chiefs. All three of us, all three partners, had a, a stint uh, in total just over 10 years uh, at Kaiser Chiefs when we were building the brand. And uh, our, our passion started then and uh, has, has continued up till now. We love football and we're passionate about it. And I think one of the biggest prerequisites to succeeding in this industry is to be passionate about, about the sport that you're working mm. in. And that's why we stick to football. All right, fantastic. But you're not just exclusively on football. You guys have, have, have done work, and I'm thinking of the Bulls, and uh, you were very involved football-wise. But, but let, let's talk just with regards to, to what it takes to succeed. And, and let's be honest, sporting is it's, it's a very male-dominated world. And, but you guys are obviously doing fantastically well. And, and, and what has it taken? Have you had to work harder than you thought you would have had to to succeed in, in this industry? Yes, I think I think so. I mean, obviously, as you said, being a all woman agency in a male dominant world, it, it is more difficult. But I think we've paid our dues. We've uh, proved ourselves over the years, and Kaiser Chiefs has given us a great platform. And I think it's uh, it's thanks to that and what we've uh, what we've achieved through Kaiser Chiefs that people respect us in the industry. They know what what we're capable of. And they know that we deliver successful, you know, events or strategies, and it it helps. I think the um, uh, the work we've done previously speaks for itself, and I think that's why we're respected in 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 the industry now. 
Well, we're joined now by Nflantla Nkosi, who's the Chief Operation Officer as well. Nflantla, good afternoon. Uh, let, let me good bring afternoon. you into the, the conversation here as well. <laughs> Obviously, it, it's, it's difficult in a, in a, in a male-dominated world. As an all-female agency, what are some of the advantages of being an all-female agency in a male-dominated world? Um, we don't necessarily look at the advantages um, because at the end of the day we have to prove ourselves that we can deliver as much as same as um, our male counterparts would do. Um, probably the only advantage is that you know people the minute you walk in a room people stare at you and they sort of wonder if you do know um, the sport <laughs> or what you're going to talk about and. With that, you, you obviously get you know more attention. But other than that, I don't think um, we look at the you know we look at ourselves as getting a, a preferred uh, treatment uh, than our male counterparts. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at the list of clients of, of who you've worked with, and it's I mean it's the who's who mm -hmm. of, of sport, not just South Africa, but 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 internationally. And, and I'm going to run through some of these. You, you're looking FIFA, Coca-Cola, uh, Kappa Sports, Reebok International. You mentioned Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, there's Octagon Sale, Eskom. Uh, you've worked with Safa, Bafana, Bafana, Saru, the Sharks, the Bulls, the Stormers, <laughs> uh, the Zambian Football Association. The list just goes on and on and on. You've obviously achieved a, a hell of a lot. Let me, let me, Vivian, what, what's, what's still left to be achieved in, in, this, in this sort of sporting realm? No, there's so much that we can achieve. I think um, uh, there's just, you know, we live in such exciting times, and uh, I think there's just so much we can do, especially with, our, with a developing country like South Africa and with the, well, the economy is not doing too well, but, you know, hopefully it'll pick up again and the emerging market and the emerging segments of the market where people have more access to information, people have more access to entertainment because football at the end of the day is entertainment. So there's so many ways you can engage with the fans, you can talk to them, you can, you know, make them loyal. So we're very excited to be living in this era mm. um, because there's just so much, so many interesting strategies and tactics we can put in place to speak to the fans. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of football, uh, let's head to uh, that clash between Kaiser Chiefs and uh, Free State Stars just to get a, a quick update from Mo Ali, uh, find out what the latest is. Mo, uh, what's happening there at uh, Luxembourg-Mobile Stadium? Uh, seven minutes to go, Brad. It's uh, still Kaiser Chiefs leading by that uh, George Labisse goal scored in the uh, 54th minute to uh, Free State Stars. As no Chiefs have made a uh, change, their first change of the afternoon. G George Labisse, in fact, going off and uh, being replaced by uh, Morgan Gould, and that gives you an indication, of course, uh, that uh, Morgan Gould, the central defender coming on for Labisse, was an attacking midfielder, so... Stuart Baxter, the Chiefs coach, very happy with the uh, one-goal lead that he has and uh, probably closing up shop now to ensure that uh, he goes back to Johannesburg with the uh, full three points that uh, he came to the Charles Mopedi Stadium for. So uh, six minutes to go at uh, the Charles Mopedi Stadium. It's uh, Free State Stars nil. Kaiser Chiefs won. Thank you very much, Mo. Yeah, I'm getting properly confused uh, with uh, different stadiums, uh, confusing the Lucas Moripe Stadium. and Yeah, we'll get it right eventually. But we are chatting. Uh, women in sport in particular... Uh, it is Women's Day, and I've uh, got three amazing, amazing women with us, two in studio, one on, on the phone line. Uh, a sports agency called Optimize, been around for uh, four odd years, but uh, between the three, over 40 years experience, worked with some of the biggest brands in sport here in South Africa and internationally. I mean, you, you guys were very involved uh, in, the, in the FIFA 2010 World Cup here in South Africa. Tell us a little bit about your involvement in, 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 in that and, and sort of being involved with the local organizing committee and the build-up to it. Mm. Well, um, 
I started with the with the bid committee in 2003 when we were bidding, and then eventually when we got it in 2004, I was appointed a marketing manager of the of the World Cup, the local organising committee, the the local arm, and uh, I was there for a couple of years until uh, I joined FIFA. FIFA asked me to join them as a marketing instructor, and um, since then I've been I've had a contract with them where I travel to the rest of the world and try and uh, help football associations with their marketing. Uh, the the World Cup itself was an amazing experience. When it happened here, I was on the FIFA side, not on the local organising committee side. And um, it was the best month of our lives. I mean, it was we were back in we were in Brazil last month for the World Cup, and and it's just not comparable. The South African World Cup was so much better. Is that just because you, you've obviously got a South African background, or, or do you think we just did that good a job here in South Africa? I think the biggest difference, uh, we, and it was a glaring difference, was the people. Mm. You know, our people are amazing. During the World Cup, from, from your street sweeper to your CEO, we all bought into this World Cup, and we were all fully committed as hosts to host our visitors. And that's what we found in Brazil was lacking. It's a magnificent country. Don't take anything away from them. But that commitment, that national pride that we had here wasn't uh, wasn't uh, visible there. Yeah, and no, I mean, we had that from start to finish. I mean, we were under no illusions that it was going to be, be tough for Bufana to make it through to, to the knockout stages. But I don't think we lost interest in that tournament uh, at all through okay. 2010. I mean, the, the support was there. Obviously, there was lots of talk about tickets and, and not filling stadiums. But, but I think we did a fantastic job of, of hosting the world. Vivian, for, for you, as far as working with these big brands... Let's talk about. We started the conversation about being a woman in this in this sort of environment. What advice would you give to to you twenty years ago? Like knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself if you could go back? Well, I would have um, studied and worked at the same time, and not just uh, jumped into studying full time. I think experience is key, and uh, I. And I think education is key, don't get me wrong. I think education is fundamental. But I think the work experience that you can gain whilst you're studying is also very key. Because once you get out of the uh, university and, edu- uh, you know, that world, you need to uh, start from scratch, basically. You need to prove yourself, start from the bottom and go to the top. And that's what that's what we did, or that's what I did, uh, starting from the bottom, working your way up to the proving yourself, cons- consistently proving yourself, but also finding what you love. And I was just so lucky that my family was already in it. And after I got my degree in marketing communication, I fell into, um, I fell into football, uh, you know, thanks to, to my family and my sister more specifically. And uh, it's, it's just amazing. Uh, you know, when you love what you do, everything just comes so much easier. So I think study, work, get as much experience as possible. Even waitressing is an experience because you learn how to liaise with people, how to communicate with people. So any kind of job is important. And find your niche. Find what you know. Find what you love and do it to your best ability because you can't go wrong. Mm, absolutely. So, so let me bring you back in here as well. Uh, as far as uh, sport goes, I mean, how did you end up being in, in the sporting industry like you are now? I mean, has sport always be played a, a big part in your life? Uh, not really. I actually I grew up in a home where soccer, my father was a big soccer fan. I hated soccer. I hated it because... Um, you know, we couldn't watch TV because every time we had to watch the show on television, he'd want to watch football. And then, um, surprisingly, uh, my first intern job was at Kaiser Chiefs. 
that's where the love of football and my passion started from. So I didn't grow up, you know, being a football fan. I actually uh, grew to love it and appreciate it, and uh, and now I I live by it. I mean, I watch football every day. It's it's, it's my first love. <laughs> so uh, you don't necessarily have to. You know, being a footballer, grew up in a football um, home to fall in love with the sport. I actually learned more about it, and, um, and 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 now I'm I'm where I am because of my passion for it, and because I started also because I also worked in a football environment. Um, so that's where actually my passion started from, and that's where my love of football started. Brilliant. And and as far as I mean. Uh Vivian was telling, Amy was telling us about uh, education and how important that is. For for you, you've obviously also studied and, and went to school, and and that's helped you get to to where you are now. How important? I mean, if there's young girls sitting at home listening today, and and how important would would education be? What would you tell tell her? Um, education is very important. What I did is I didn't just uh, focus on one uh, field of education. I branched into different fields. I've studied media. I've studied public relations. I even studied because um, uh, I worked in a, in, in a municipality. I had to study um, government uh, uh, service delivery. Um, I, I branched to different spheres of, of, of education. I also worked at a uh, at the play at the Durban Playhouse. So I did a bit of um, uh, a course in the performing arts. Uh, so I, I, I all round, um, I all rounded uh, my education so that I get a feel, I get, a, I get a feel of uh, the different, um, the different experts that education, um, you know, can give you. So for any girl listening or any uh, young boy as well, because we don't forget the young men, is that you know don't just also focus on one specific industri- industry. Try and branch and le- and try and learn as much more so that you can equip yourself. Because uh, even though I'm in football and I'm in sport, I've I've managed to um, you know to to add all the expertise that I've learned from the different uh, uh, um, courses that I did, and they all come in handy. So don't focus on just one specific uh, course. Try and do as many as possible so that you can have vast experience in uh, everything that you have to do. I mean, let me bring you back in here as well. How difficult is it to get into this industry doing what, what you guys do at Optimize? Well, it, it's not difficult, uh, Brad. What you, you need to do essentially, and, and I feel very strongly about this and other people might not agree, but at the core needs to be passion for the sport. Mm. I, I strongly believe that passion for the sport is, is more, uh, is more of a necessity than, than, um, than marketing courses, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But at the core of that is passion. And, and secondly, it's important to know your stuff. You know, there's nothing worse than, than having a, a degree or having a qualifications and going to a meeting and you don't know the current affairs. That includes what's happening in the business world. You need to know who's got budget, who hasn't got budget, who's doing well. You mm-hmm. need to know who's winning on the field, who's losing on the field. So at the core is knowledge. So equip yourself with the, If you're well equipped, you can get into this industry. Well equipped with uh, education and well equipped with, with knowledge. 
think that probably counts for, for pretty much anything. You, yeah, if, sure. if you're going to get ahead in any business or any industry, you need passion for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of who's winning on the field, so it's just over a minute left in that clash between Kaiser Chiefs and Free State Stars, and it is still Chiefs who lead by one goal to nil. Mo Ali, will you take us to the end? Twenty seconds of uh, the four minutes of stoppage time remaining. Free State Stars desperately trying to get an equaliser, but we saw Sipalele Tembo going na- narrowly wide as it's now Relinovoletsoniali on the edge of the area strikes and uh, goes high and wide past the goals of Ayanda Mchali. But uh, Chiefs not sitting back on that uh, 1-0 lead. We saw Sipalele Tembo going narrowly wide with a shot shortly after coming on as a substitute for Kingston Nkata. And uh, just as we described a few seconds ago, Relinovoletsoniali striking uh, wide as well but uh, Free State Stars did have an opportunity in the 77th minute when uh, Richard Henyakani their new signing from uh, Mamalodi Sundowns he was on loan to Free State Stars last season now signed uh, on a permanent deal uh, he had a shot blocked uh, just inside the 6 yard area but uh, just uh, 30 seconds to go now and uh, Kaiser Chiefs looking good for picking up uh, their first 3 points of uh, the new season as it's headed away in the centre of defence by uh, Morgan Gould one of Two players wearing number 83 shirts, uh, Morgan Gould and uh, Richard Henyakani, for Free State Stars, wearing the number 83 as well, uh, signifying the year of uh, their birth, as it's a Free State Stars who win a free kick on the edge of the area, on the left-hand edge of the Chiefs' penalty area. This surely will be the last opportunity for Free State Stars to uh, get something out of this game. It's uh, Siboniso Pagaka remonstrating with uh, the referee there as a result of uh, that uh, free kick being given against him. But uh, it's not going to change anything because the uh, referee's mind had been made up already that he's going to award a free kick uh, to Free State Stars as uh, Itumalen Kune, the uh, Chiefs goalkeeper and captain, just uh, marshalling the troops in front of him, making sure that the three-man wall is exactly where he wants it and that his defenders are covering him as it's Richard Henyakani who has a look up and uh, will play the ball in towards the danger zone, towards the far post, headed away by Masha Mighty for Kaiser Chiefs and that really should be it now we've had uh, 30 seconds uh, longer than the 4 minutes of uh, stoppage time on the halfway line and there it is the final whistle Kaiser Chiefs have uh, got their 2014-2015 EBSA Premiership campaign off to a winning start they've uh, beaten Free State Stars under trying circumstances terrible pitch no grass and uh, wet as well but uh, they've got their campaign off to a winning start they've beaten Free State Stars by a goal to nil that goal coming in the uh, 54th minute courtesy of uh, George Labisi and the latest score I have for you from the other game taking place at the moment it's uh, University of Pretoria nil Polokwane City 1 and that goal coming in the 31st minute from uh, Polenkolan it will be a good victory for Polokwane City remember they had to survive their absolute premiership status uh, coming through the uh, playoffs which uh, they eventually prevailed in so the news then uh, from the Charles Mopede Stadium in Pudajichaba, it's uh, finished. Free State Stars nil, Kaiser Chiefs won. Thank you very much, Mo. We'll have more PSL action tomorrow here on SAFM Sports Special between 4 and 6 tomorrow afternoon. Looking forward to that. Also, uh, more action tonight. You can get the results on PM Live this evening uh, of the games that have concluded today. Well, uh, yeah, that's the second hour of SAFM Sports Wrap. Pretty much done and dusted. And, uh, yeah, our guest in studio... Uh, thank you so much for coming through, Vivian Casletti, uh, as well as uh, Amy Casletti and Klantler and
Corsi, thank you as well for your time on the phone. Really do appreciate all three of you. Congratulations on the success that you've had. Keep flying the flag, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your Women's Day. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. You, Brad. Thank you. Thank SAFM Sports Special. Got some news coming up in just a moment. Also, we'll be keeping you updated as to what's happening in Harare. Uh, the Proteas are in action against Zimbabwe. We'll chat to Dean Dupsi in the next hour, but I can tell you uh, that the hosts are currently 246 for the loss of eight. The Proteas trying to wrap up that tail. And it was uh, Brendan Taylor, who was the last wicket to fall, with uh, a bit of a wild shot caught at Deepman Wicket off the bowling of Pitt. His fourth wicket on debut for the Proteas today as well. So fantastic, fantastic start to his test career. He's had a wonderful time with the South African A-side and seems to be doing brilliantly well as well today. So we'll get some more of that action from Dean Dupsey the next hour as well. Uh, we'll be crossing over to Ellis Park, where the Golden Lions are hosting the Blue Bulls in the opening, their opening game of the AFSA Curry Cup this afternoon. Andy Capistanio uh, will be keeping an eye on that action for us. And that's all coming up next. Greg Host now uh, has got your news. Brad Brown on SAFM Sports Special. Right, uh, that was the, the wrong jingle, unfortunately. Let me just get the right one for you in a second. And then we'll have uh, your news with Greg Host. That's coming up now.